0: And and that's where you have to go with this. You have to. You can fool everybody else but yourself. And right. that's where you have to look at. Okay, did I really meet this commitment? Yeah. Or did I let myself off the hook? And then confront that with your coach.
1: Alright, welcome back to the Align Like Pro. I'm Mike Gandolfo, the guinea pig that is going to have knives thrown at me the entire episode. The biggest guinea pig I've ever the seen. The biggest guinea pig ever. And I am joined, as always, by New York Times best-selling author, Michael Lennington, and the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert. You are listening to, I guess, which is really going to be the first live coaching session between Kristen and I, and then Michael chiming in every once in a while, hopefully to save me. <laughs> that
0: probably won't happen. That's I'm afraid happen. of Kristen,
1: yeah. Okay. With repercussions elsewhere. All right, so, so in
2: the three minutes between recordings, do you have your numbers for me? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
1: No. So, yeah, where we left off is, uh, you know, I'm assembling my numbers for Kristen uh, so that we can know. And, Kristen, when we do this, it's it's all about knowing where we're starting. it, it and that's it's it.
2: starting where you stand. Yeah. It's not, you know, oh, well, I need to be here before I start. Or I, I've i never done X, so what makes me think I can even begin to move forward from this? It's it's today. Where are you today? Right. And that's where we start. I mean, if you're going to start a diet or an exercise routine, you're not going to say, well, you know, I've got to go do all this stuff or, or be this size before I start the exercise. You start from where you stand. Sure. Good, the bad, the ugly.
1: And then I think... This, yeah, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm not doing a lot. This is this is this is a big jump. I'm ready to go. I'm All ready right, to take so it.
2: So let me start with this though.
1: Yeah, this is really you should be in control of this whole conversation. So
2: we we started this conversation offline, and I wanna I wanna go back to that conversation. I wanna really tap yeah. into it. We talked about your life right now, Mike. Is really comfortable. Sure, it is better than most right yeah. now. You've got kids in private school. You got a nice house. You got a wonderful life. You got a great business. You take vacations lots of vacations you take um, lots of trips with your board of directors the Commonwealth yeah. Club yeah so what's so bad about your life
1: you know I, I'll tell you one thing I would like to do is I'd like to create some capacity for Chrissy now to go do more stuff like that together okay uh, I think that's that's a big one for me she is um, sh- she has no off switch Right, so she likes to go, 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 and get, and just until it gets done. And I and I'm hoping that there's an actually there's a, a there is a place where she looks back. And she's like, oh, we don't have to like work as hard anymore. Like, and and we can go do these things. And again, knowing that we've got this four year run until my last child goes to college, which will where it's just gonna be me and her. You know, I wanna I wanna be able to really experience some great life together. And that you know, being an empty nester at 48. We're, we can have a whole lot of really good years where we get to go do some really cool things, but we can't do that at this comfort level. Like no. I need, we need to level up big time. I need to be out of the day-to-day business as much as we're in the day-to-day business. I need to be, I need to be able to control, be able to control things from a higher level. So,
2: and here's the thing: yeah. as as well off as you are, and I don't mean well off necessarily financially. Sure. I mean you are well off in a very rounded well-rounded way i am rounded know. yes <laughs> stop <laughs> family um, finances friends your yeah. spirituality i mean it's 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 pretty well-rounded it's pretty well balanced so you you are in one of the most dangerous places anybody can be if they say they want to do something differently because you are comfortable and if nothing changes you are still happy
1: so I like to cook and I'm not I'm not terrible at it but if I made, like, let's say you came over tonight and I made you all authentic Italian, like some Ita- authentic Italian dish. Let's say it was frutta di mare, which is my favorite Italian dish, by the That's way. That's one Italian dish I don't like. Are you not? A, I don't like seafood. You're not a seafood person.
2: I love seafood.
1: So if I made, all right, if I just made you spaghetti and meatballs, then just. <laughs> that, yeah, it, yeah, the right spaghetti and meatballs, I mean. Yeah, all right. Even though you can't get a meatball in Italy. But if I made you spaghetti and meatballs and you're like, man, this is the best spaghetti and meatballs I ever made. If it's not the best that I know that I could have made, like I'll get like ups, physically upset at taking that compliment because I know that I didn't do the best that I could do. And so I think that's the other part about this right now. Like I know I'm not operating at the level that I could be operating. Like I I, I could have all these great things and be very comfortable at, at, in one way, but in the other way, be very uncomfortable because – I'm not performing up to my expect- expectation or what my I think my potential is.
2: So, what do you think the pivot point for you was? Shifting from from going to to not being comfortable in in where you were at because. Literally, you do have a comfortable life. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So what, what do you think? Because a lot of people say, you know, I know I'm capable of more. I know I can do more. And yet very few people take that next step to advance that capability. So what do you think it was for you, Mike, that really, really lit that fire to to because this is not going to be comfortable for you. Some of sure. this is not no, going to be fun. To right. Um, some of it's going to be pretty painful. Yeah. And, and as I might we cry
1: on, on the air and all that stuff. Right. So <laughs> if,
2: if if I make you cry, I've done my job. Well, um, I'm
1: I'm a softie when it comes to that stuff. So I cry at like every <laughs> stupid movie and everything. So. <laughs>
2: But there's, there's cost, yeah. upfront costs that you have to, to go into. Mike, why don't, Michael, why don't you add to that?
0: Well, I'm, I was like waving at you so that I appreciate I meant for that to be a little bit less obtrusive. Sorry about that. Um, but w- one of the things that, that we were talking about last time we finished up was this concept of commitment. Yeah. Right? And people um, make commitments and then break commitments all the time. Right, and that and that's is the reason why that happens. And so, New Year's resolutions are an example of people say, "I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to stop smoking, whatever, whatever that happens to be." But, but I was been reading recently that somewhere between six to eight percent of people who make New Year's resolutions fail to keep them. Right, and it's because they mistake an intention or an interest. For commitment, yep. And so, what we want to do is really dig in. What, what gets in the way of us keeping our commitments when we say we're committed? And one of them is because we haven't really looked at what are the costs of keeping this commitment. And so, we, you know, when we do this training um, around the twelve-week tr- stuff that we do, we have this this model we use as sort of an iceberg. We we it's sort of a, an analogy or a metaphor for how we think, right? And so, an iceberg. What percentage of an iceberg is above the water line Like or was it like ten percent? Ten percent, something yeah. like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it depends on the salinity, of the water temperature, all that yeah. crap. But just say ten percent. Yeah. All right. So. 10 Ten percent of of the icebergs above the waterline, ninety percent is below the waterline. I went to Michigan and do that math, and um, one of the things that that kind of we want, to, we want to create that metaphor is that our thinking operates in a very similar way. We're conscious of about X percentage of our thinking, 10%, a very small percentage of our thinking at any given point in time, and we're unconscious of a lot of our other thoughts, right? And so, for example, I, I know that if I touch a hot stove, it's going to burn my hand, so I don't touch hot stoves. I haven't done it since I was a little kid, but I don't walk around with that thought consciously in my head, don't touch a hot stove, don't touch a hot stove. Um, because I don't need it. But as soon as I see that, still unconsciously my brain throws that up. Hey, that's, that looks hot. Don't touch it, right? And, and it's functional, and I forget it, it, it right after that happens. I don't remember it again. So our thinking, it, it, it operates our behaviors, but it, we don't necessarily know what, what we're thinking at any given point in time. So how is this related to commitment? Because we're we're conscious of our stated commitments. Those are the above-the-waterline yeah. things. So we have a stated commitment that says, I want to lose weight, for example. That's my I'm going to lose 10 pounds. That's my stated commitment. And then but we also have things below the waterline, right? What we call our hidden commitments or our hidden our hidden beliefs, right? And so those hidden thoughts might be in conflict with my stated thought. Is that possible? Sure. Right. So I have I want to lose weight, but I also like really good Italian food. I really like good red wine. I like pizza. I like bourbon. I like to sit on the couch and watch football. All those are things I also like. I want to lose weight, but I also want those things. And those things can be in conflict. And if I haven't consciously paid the price before I commit, it's very difficult to keep a commitment. So what I want to do before I even go into battle, I want to make sure that I'm willing to pay the price of, of what that might take for me. And so that that decision that I'm not going to be drinking wine as much. I'm not going to be eating the, the kind of foods that I want as much as I, I used to. I'm going to have to get off the couch and go exercise. And those are things that I have to pay pay consciously. And So there's some some keys to keeping commitments that so we're going to remind you of yeah. as we go forward. There's like four rules, and I'm not going to bore everybody with those right now. But those are going to come back to, Mike, because before we go f- Further with this, one of my assignments to you is to sit down and say, "What are the costs of doing this? What is there a time cost to this? Is there is there something I'm going to, have to say no to? Every yes means a no, right? And so, what's what what are the no's, and are you willing to pay the prices of those no's and making that choice consciously?
2: And you bring up a really good point. You know, it's it's the interest versus commitment. If you don't know what the costs are when you get into it, you're more likely to quit. If you know them up front, they're not going to come as a surprise. And they're not going to be, they're going to be painful, but they're not going to be as painful.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like that, che- that dessert tray at the dinner table, right? When they come around the, in the restaurant with the dessert on, it's got a cheesecake on the dessert tray. And you're thinking, you know, I've been good. I, I haven't eaten anything bad for two weeks. I deserve that cheesecake. Uh, well, you know, maybe not. It doesn't. It's not my diet. If I have that, I'm going to go over my number today. So I get in this mental debate with myself, and I've already lost. Yeah. Right? I have to mentally decide uh, I'm there. not eating cheesecake yeah. before I walk into the restaurant. And then I don't have to pay the price because I paid it earlier.
2: Right. And too many people don't want to even confront those prices. <laughs> they want to just get to i want to make a change let's get to a plan let's begin to take action and and they're they're so fired up to just take steps on a path that they don't even know where the path is yet and then when those those costs come up it will derail them
1: yeah because you know they, they always kind of pop up at your weakest moment right so they do and i think that's very true i mean I, you know you use the analogy of the hot stove but the problem is with touching the hot stove touching the hot stove is uncomfortable immediately. Yeah. I don't, I don't, so, I don't, I don't have right. any problem with not touching it. Right. But eating the piece of pizza is not uncomfortable in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. It's, it's uncomfortable later. Right. So sometimes much later or, you know, deciding to either do my lead generation or not do my lead generation activities. I think because as I said before, like being consistent is one of those things that I think makes a difference. You know, we had those eight closings that you mentioned last week because we started off this year incredibly mm-hmm. consistent. But since I went on our spring break trip, on our road trip, and came back from that and been traveling, doing derby stuff, travel basketball season started, that consistency has gone out the window.
2: Yeah, and it's easy to validate yeah. why the consistency. Right. You know, everybody has good reasons why they don't do something. Right. And yet, are you going to be a victim to those no, reasons? Absolutely not. Or yeah. are you going to say, okay, it is what it is, yeah. starting where I stand again. Where did I get consistent before? Where do I start today to create that consistency again?
1: And even if that means taking five days of lead generation and putting it into four days, the idea is still the same. And, I, and we have more excuses right now if we wanted to embrace them than we could. You know, the office space isn't done. We don't, have, we're, we're, we don't have our admin hired yet to replace the one we had. You know, all these things I could post up. But the bottom line is I got to be able to pay for those things. And I got to be able to pay for a lot of other things in the future, including a wedding, hopefully long, 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 long time in the future, but not so long. Cause I don't like, I'm going to be an old grandpa either. So, I'm, yeah. I, so are you insinuating like me, be? no, 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 you're not, you're not an old, you guys aren't, old, well, you're not an old grandmother. I'm an old grandpa. No, just joking. He's not. I just know that those things are there and I need to, I do need to make that conscious choice that, Hey, I'm not going home today until I've made my phone calls and written my notes. You know, yeah, I think, whatever that
0: is. That's a really good point, Mike. And and I think, you know, we lie to ourselves. Yeah. We we give ourselves huge passes because we know our intentions. Other people look at us and they don't see our intentions. They just look at what we did. And so they they assess us based upon our actions and our results. Whereas we give ourselves this big break. But what you said, um, I think it was the last episode, you talked about how if if you made me spaghetti and meatballs, by the way, I like other kinds of Italian food. I, you know so you could make me a lasagna, you could make sure. me whatever you want to make me I
1: actually think that's the this episode by the
0: way okay. Yeah. It's just like so I'm, I'm an old guy, I lose track of time. Anyway, <laughs> but the point is, is that you talked about, I, I, I know if I did my best. And and that's where you have to go with this. You have to, you can fool everybody else but yourself. And right. that's where you have to look at, okay, did I really meet this commitment? Yeah. Or did I let myself off the hook? And then confront that with your
2: coach. Yeah, absolutely. So so let's back that up then. And let's start yeah. with, you know, let's not just talk about it in theory. Sure. Let's talk about it in application. What are those upfront costs going to be for you, Mike, to go through this and, and set that pathway to growth?
1: All right. So if it starts with me committing back to a morning routine. There's been, there is a remarkable difference with me when I get up early and I do the morning routine. My wife will tell me, she can tell when, I you know, like she says, it makes me a better father, makes me a better husband, all this other stuff, which means I need to go to bed at a certain time, which means I might be sacrificing some family time because that tends to be, the time that everyone just kind of is all together. And I need to be in bed working on being asleep by 10 o'clock. What and that's, other- that's actually a really big one, right? Because this is where the conflict occurs. Knowing that I've got this one year left with the four of us sleeping under one roof. They all want to hang out. They want to, you know, we've, we made a, I think this was actually your suggestion. We only have one TV and it's in our basement. And so like, they might want to all of us all to watch a show on Netflix or on, or whatever else. And I, you know, for me to say, okay, I need to go to bed. Well, you know what the reality of it is? The lights go out and that show comes on. I'm going to bed regardless if I'm upstairs or not. I'm. They'll tell you I'm falling asleep on that couch. So I need to just go ahead and, and make the commitment to go to, to go to sleep, and so I can get up on on time. I need to go to sleep. Where am my, my workout clothes, so I can get up and just. I don't need to do like a heavy workout. I just need to get my my blood pumping for about 20 minutes. Um, I need to spend some time calming myself and getting into some prayer habits. I like to pray the rosary. I'm Catholic. Um, praying the rosary to me is very meditative and very special. I can tell a difference when I've been praying the rosary and when I haven't. And I always I always want to express gratitude during that time as well. In the mornings, I want to take time to digest some sort of content, good content, so you know, improvement content, whether it's a podcast, whether it's reading a book or whatever.
2: Can I stop you right there and ask a question? Yeah. So you're telling me a lot of things that if you do them are going to have longer term benefits for yeah. you. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, that I've actually, I have seen the longer-term benefits. I've experienced it, yes.
2: Okay, so how are those costs up front today for you? How, if, how, we're, if we're talking about counting the costs yeah. that comes along with change, I don't see these as costs, Mike. I see these as if you do them, Yeah. the cost comes the, in. The cost
1: is me getting up in the morning, going to bed at night and getting up in the morning okay. and, and
0: giving up the family time. Right. And yeah and also that you know like reading something good instead of getting on your yeah. phone and playing a game or something so there's right. there's a there's a little bit of work to that. Yeah, and I, and then I, the, the last piece
1: on the t- that too is cuz the last part of the morning routine is the plan. And I think that the cost to sit down and write out my daily plan is a very is an important step that I have not been doing and that is where you win over those daily battles that are going to occur later on, right? Mm-hmm. You've made the decision this is what I'm doing so that when the distraction comes up or whatever else you can blow right past. You're it. less reactive, and right.
0: that, and that's so. One of the things that we should talk about in this in this process over the next couple of years is just how you are keeping the machine going, right? Because yeah. getting enough sleep is people don't realize how important sleep is. Most people don't realize right. Getting good exercise. Being, being able to get your mind around some new ideas and new thoughts every day. That, that's really yeah. empowering, right? And then having, having a, a process where you kind of say, okay, here's what today's going to look like so that you live into that versus just being reactive. All of those things you're doing to kind of fine-tune the mic machine is going to be interesting to see how that works out for you because yeah. that's, that's an area where a lot of people, especially on the sleep side, they sacrifice those things. I think I should be able to
1: know if I'm going to have a good day or not by, the, by noon, by lunchtime. Because by lunchtime I should have completed a morning routine and I should have completed my lead generation activities. And if I've done those things on a consistent basis, I'm gonna be I'm, I'm on a good path. You catching that, yeah. coach?
2: Consistent daily by check-in by noon. So oh, here's another shit. commitment. All right. What are you gonna commit to as far as checking in with your coach?
1: So I gotta like like you want me to text you or what? We already talk every day.
2: So on our, our daily wham, you tell me, here's my intentions for the day. So at noon you'll get a text from me that says, I met my morning routine. I did my lead generation. And if you didn't, there's performance breakdown, identified immediately that we still have course correction availability to us in the moment of the day.
1: All right. I'm writing things down, which you isn't making it for great podcasting, right? So all right. T- I'm taking good notes. Yeah. So Okay. All right. I mean, that sounds like it's a pretty good one because I mean, I I think if, you know, if I have a proactive morning and I'm actually not terrible at some of these boundaries, like I'm not someone who has to get on social media right away. I'm not someone who has to go check my email. I actually don't even have I took email off my phone. So it's not like I I, I know I can kind of make this stuff a priority and get it done first. Uh, I just I just haven't.
2: Realistic expectations. Sure. You know, you said, I heard you just say, I'm not terrible at a lot of these boundaries. Yeah. But yet when we we begin to say we want to make change and we're going to set goals and we're going to think about a plan around that, we're not honest and realistic with ourselves about where we're at. So saying you're not terrible, first of all, let's start talking more positively. Okay. No more negatives. So the fact that I'm not terrible about something, I want to hear that. I want to hear- I'm pretty good. (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty good at that gives us a baseline that gives us a starting point moving forward. So I'm pretty good at these things. So then I need to identify if I'm what does pretty good look like and moving from pretty good to good and good to better and better to great and great to world class.
1: For me, pretty good to good would be I come in the office. The notes are kind of set out. Not I mean, the notes are set out for me. I'm expressing gratitude with the with the notes. I mean, we're we're writing three personal notes a day. It's not like it's uh, it shouldn't be that hard, right? And then I I get drop into my my phone calls, which I prefer to do one on one, face to face things. Which now it looks like we can do. And you know maybe that's really for me because that when in, in 2009 when my business really turned for the better, that was the the thing we did is we had we started the day off with one on one coffees. That really kind of was a really good environmental trigger for mm-hmm. me to just know. Okay, I just had this interaction with this person. It was really good. Obviously, I'm going to write them a note, you know, thanking them for meeting me. Whatever else, go ahead and write the other two notes because I just knocked out one and go ahead and write the uh, the other two. And then now I just got to go find four more uh, relationships to deepen through phone I conversations.
0: Just, I just had a meta thought. Can I stop the conversation yeah. for a second? Um So those of you who are kind of listening to the podcast. Um, there's no reason why you guys can't set these kind of breakthrough goals for yourselves and kind of work what we're through what we're working through on this on this process here. Yeah. I'm hoping that that a lot of you decide, hey, I'm going to take my business to the next to that really breakthrough level or something personal life to the breakthrough level, and then work through as we go through this. And and we'd love to hear from you in terms of your success stories, your questions. It'll make this process better too. So I'm yeah, just as sort of we've, throwing that we've out there. said,
2: we have coach at alignlifepro.com. Send us your questions, yeah. and and we'll answer them.
1: Sorry, oh. I didn't mean to to cut you off. No, you know, no that's that's
2: out. okay, but um
1: push on me as much as you push on if I don't feel like if I don't feel like I'm going deep enough. Oh, believe me, right. I will.
2: Um I'll help her. But you said something, you know, when when people come to the realization that they want to make change, which is where you're at right yeah. now. You know, it can be exciting, it can be scary, it can be a lot of things. It what it is is it it's it's motivating at one level. You're gonna do something, right? Okay, so people have to start out with a realistic expectation right. of of what it is they want to do. It can't you can have this big lofty goal, but you know if if you've never been off the couch, you can't expect to run a marathon tomorrow. So. It, Everybody needs to think about this in terms of, of what's a reality, a, a realistic starting point for where they are today. And it goes to not not how we do this, but who. Yeah. We, we have to come back to who. Who is going to support us? Who's going to encourage us? Who's going to help us? Who are we going to delegate yeah. to? And it's about relationships. And we're, we're
1: building that who right now. I mean, I think that's the where exactly. we are. So it, it is you know, that just is what it is. So
2: you just mentioned that starting off the day with the the one on one coffees, And yeah. and it comes back. You know, well, what's how do I grow my business having a coffee with somebody? Well, everybody, no matter who you are, what industry you're in. It's the relationships, yeah. not broad, shallow relationships. It's deep, deep, deep relationships. So how do you go deep with people? And right. that's what we're doing. When you begin to deepen these relationships with your wife, with your family, with your team members, with other brokerages, with other realtors across the country, your life will change. I agree. So we got a lot of great ideas, Mike. Yeah. But they're going to be worthless unless what?
1: We, we execute yeah. Bingo. <laughs> and we got, we'll get our plan together and go. Right. Yeah.
2: So the next episode, you guys will hear Mike tell you his plan.
1: Yeah. There we go. Bimber, anything to add?
0: Um, I've got a lot to add, but I think this is put a ball in on this one. And we'll, we'll,
1: we'll go talk on. About going for you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hopefully you've been enjoying what you're hearing so far. Do you hear me be completely uncomfortable throughout this entire thing? But, and that's going to be the, the case. That's good though. Um, if you, Again, if you Michael's book will be coming out soon, you can buy that. But if you want to hire Michael to do uh, a consultation with you, you can reach him at Michael at results pathway.com or Michael at 12 week com. That's the number 12, not the word spelled out. Kristen can be reached if you want to hire her as a coach, Kristen at results pathway.com. And then if you would be interested in starting a career in real estate, I'd love to hear from you, Mike at resolutions.realtor. Okay. We will talk to you guys next time on the Align Life Pro.